Hi, I'm Matt Dolly, and this is your Green Bay Packers versus the Buffalo Bills Sunday Night Football Game Preview. Now, Green Bay, they are coming off a 23-21 loss at the hands of the Washington Commanders here last week, which dropped their record to 3-4 and four in that NFC North. While Buffalo, they are coming off a bye week after taking care of business there against the Kansas City Chiefs with a 24-20 victory back in week number six to improve their record to 5-1, and one, which happens to be the top mark in the AFC. That being said, head to FantasyPoints.com today. Use promo code 22VIPERS10. Get 10% off that subscription. They've got all your needs, all your waiver wires, all the trade device you could possibly want. But that said, let's dive into the tail of the tape here of the Green Bay Packers and the Buffalo Bills, starting with the quarterback position and starting with Aaron Rodgers, because if he's not first, he gets kind of upset. Now, I've seen horror movies enough in my days to know that any weirdo wearing a mask is never going to be friendly. Apparently, neither is Aaron Rodgers, who has been calling out teammates all week long, with the exception of Aaron Jones and Alan Lazard. Now, Aaron Rodgers got basically said earlier this week, guys are making too many mistakes, shouldn't be playing. Got to start cutting some reps here. Maybe guys who aren't playing, maybe give them a chance. That really feels kind of personal to Romeo Dobbs, who we'll talk about here a little bit later. And for me, that kind of cuts a little deep. Michael Jackson said it best. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. And maybe, Mr. Rogers, you need to be looking at the man in the mirror because Rogers was 23 of 35 last week against that commander's defense there for 194 yards, averaging only 5.5 yards per attempt, which happened to be the third time in a row this season here that Rogers had been held under six yards per attempt. Now, we did manage to throw a couple touchdown passes to Aaron Jones, which is probably why Aaron Jones is still in the good books there. And I get why Rodgers has a little bit of frustration there. Rodgers' receivers, they have dropped 7.8% of the passes that were intended targets there. And that is the second highest rate in the National Football League per Graham Barfield there and that stat pack over at FantasyPoints.com. Buffalo has allowed just 1,358 passing yards this season, and they have 10 interceptions to only five touchdowns. Yes, they've doubled up on the picks here against quarterbacks. They're holding them to less than a 75 rating there and 6.6 yards per attempt. Buffalo sits behind just the Broncos in fancy points against the season to the quarterback position, allowing just 10.79 per contest. Rodgers He's not going to be able to relax again this week as the Bills average three sacks per contest and they have 19 on the season while applying pressure nearly 30% of opponents dropbacks while only having to blitz 15% of the time. And you can thank Vaughn Miller who leads this team with six sacks this season while Gregory Rousseau, he's added four himself. Now, the other quarterback there, Josh Allen, really doesn't need any introduction. He has been the best quarterback of the National Football League probably for the last three seasons there, if you're including this one. I'm not even sure that there's a way to stop this Bills offense. They are averaging 29.3 points per game this season, and they are nearly impossible to get off the field as they've converted on third down 52.8% of the time. You know what? That happens to lead the league. If you can't get a team off the field, that's not going to bold well for you. Now, the Packers, they've allowed the sixth fewest fantasy points per game to the quarterback position this season, allowing the third fewest passing yards at 1,282 and the fifth fewest passing touchdowns at six. But none of that even matters to Josh Allen, who is that guy. You know, everyone knows that guy. Well, Josh Allen is that guy that sees two high safeties and says, you know what? I'm just going to throw it even deeper. Now, Allen is obviously the early leader there in the MVP clubhouse there. You can throw some other names in there, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and what have you. But this season, he is averaging 8.3 yards per attempt, and he has tossed 17 touchdowns 
and 1,980 yards a season. Not to mention, he also leads his Bills team in rushing yards with 257, which works out to about five and a half per attempt and two more touchdowns along the ground. The best way to get to a quarterback is with pressure, something that the Packers simply haven't been able to have much success for this season, recording only 15 sacks altogether. Well, Allen, he's only been sacked nine times. Now, containing Taylor Heineke and containing Josh Allen are two completely different things. This season, the Packers have allowed six passing touchdowns to two interceptions, but they are allowing a 69% completion rate. Now, turning our attention to the running back position, starting with the Packers' backfield, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Jones outsnapped Dillon by a 68 to 37% margin there over the last three weeks, and he's clearly one of the players that Aaron Rodgers trusts in this offense. We've seen that with the two touchdowns and that quote from earlier on, calling out everyone but Jones and Lazard. Since week number five, Jones has averaged 14.7 touches and 66.7 yards per game there. Aaron Jones is the RB12 in fantasy points per game, and he sits ninth in yards per touch. So if my math stands to be correct, it would be beneficial to get Aaron Jones more touches, right? Am I am I wrong on this one? Now on the other side of this yin and yang backfield, where Jones ranks ninth in yards per touch, Dylan he ranks 48. Whether it's Jones or Dylan running the ball, this Bills defense has been tough this season. They are allowing just three and a half yards per carry and 76 yards per game and have allowed 18.07 fantasy points per game, which happens to be the fifth fewest in the league. Normally, I'd say that if the run game isn't working for you, hey, you know what? Use your backs as pass catchers. But Tremaine Edmonds there and Matt Milano, Bills, they've only yielded 177 passing yards to backs and a touchdown this season. So that passing game for running backs, it may be also non and void here. So what can the Packers do to move the ball on this offense? I don't know if there's an answer to that right now. I'm going to be interested to see how that works out. Now, for the running backs there for the Buffalo Bills, how about Devin Singletary? Because we can start and finish with him there. Singletary has played 73% or higher snaps in three of the last four contests, and he has been averaging 15.3 touches and 85 yards per game. Singletary is also about RB24 in fantasy points per game, despite not being able to get into the end zone at any point this campaign. However, by now, we know how the Singletary splits work. If the game is close, Singletary is going to get the ball. If the game isn't, he simply doesn't. Now, the way Vegas has this game set up there as an 11-point spread, the expectation is that I'm probably going to have to fade Singletary because if Vegas expects the Buffalo Bills to be blowing up the Packers, the chances are Devin Singletary is probably going to get a good portion of the night off. Now, at the wide receiver position for the Green Bay Packers, Romeo Dobbs, I'm as guilty as anybody in wanting to make Romeo Dobbs a thing. But right now, he ain't about that life, sitting as a wide receiver 61 and showing at times that he is indeed a rookie. Now, Dobbs has three drops this season, which never sits well with Rodgers, and ranks 46th in contested catch rate. Look for either Dane Jackson or fellow Kair Lam to be in coverage against Dobbs this week, and both DBs have allowed less than an 80% catch rate and a passer rating. Sammy Watkins is the other receiver there, a veteran receiver that maybe Rodgers can trust, but I'm always on team anti-Watkins. Never trust Sammy. Watkins, he is working his way back into this Packers lineup with a run route rate of 44% last week. He did manage to see a 12% target share, which is probably more of an indictment there of the rest of the situation here for these Green Bay wide receivers that Rodgers simply doesn't trust any of them. The matchup against the Bills is not an easy one to come back to, and more frustration is likely to come from this passing attack again this week. The Bills, they sit 10th in fantasy points against receivers at 30.7, and that is after playing a team as explosive as the Kansas City Chiefs just a couple weeks ago. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Christian Watkins, 
The injury brigade heading to the trainer's room has been adding up the last few weeks. Randall Cobb, he's still out. Alan Lazard heard a snap, crackle, and a pop, which is probably not ideal in anyone's situation. And Christian Watson, he has been battling through a variety of bumps and bruises all season, which has eliminated his ability to get on the field. Now, for the Buffalo Bills, the wide receivers they have have no problem getting on the field. Heck, they don't even have a problem getting open on the field. And it starts with Stephon Diggs. Diggs sits fourth in receptions this season with 49, second in yards with 656, second in touchdowns with six. And he sits tied with Gabriel Davis for third in receptions greater than 40 yards. That's what I talk about. Hey, too high safety? It don't matter. He also has been averaging 8.2 receptions per game and is 10th in target share at 28.3%, 19th in air yards at 33.4%, and third in the NFL with 12 red zone targets. Diggs is a real contender when we're talking about this year's Triple Crown, as those numbers have been achieved as the Bills have already had their bye week. So what is his reward? How about Jair Alexander, who's held quarterbacks to an 81.1 rating and surrendered his first touchdown last week in coverage against Terry McLaren. Alexander in coverage against McLaren, 69% of the snaps a week ago, and I would expect the same to remain true this week against Stefan Diggs. So what's that mean? It means Gabriel Davis, we know that if Alexander is on Diggs for 70% of the contest, that's going to be a true heavyweight matchup, receiver versus corner. You know how I love those. But that also means that you're either going to see Rashid Douglas there or Eric Stokes asked to cover Gabriel Davis, and this is a favorable matchup for Davis and the Bills. As both these defensive backs have allowed at least a 95-plus rating, and Stokes has allowed a 129.7 passer rating this season, in case anyone's actually curious of what those numbers actually are. Over the last nine games where he has been fully healthy, a full-time player, and not on that injury report, here are the numbers for Gabriel Davis. 36 receptions on 62 targets, 782 yards, 12 touchdowns. Yes, nine games, 12 touchdowns. I like his chances again this week. The Packers, they have been allowing the seventh fewest fantasy points per game to opposing receivers this season at 28.91. And they are one of just six teams to not allow more than 900 receiving yards to receivers this season. That seems pretty good. But again, Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis are not most receivers. So I do like this matchup for the Bills, despite the numbers adding up a little bit into the Packers' favor. Now when we talk about the third receiver for the Buffalo Bills. How about Isaiah McKenzie? Behind Diggs and his six touchdowns since Gabriel Davis and his four. Behind Gabriel Davis and his four touchdowns, McKenzie has contributed three touchdowns of his own on 17 receptions while adding 162 yards this season, averaging nine and a half yards per reception. McKenzie, he's probably going to be matched up with Douglas in the slot, but one area to keep an eye on in, in this contest is in that red zone where McKenzie has seen six red zone targets this season, which happens to be the 23rd most in the NFL. And finally, the tight end position, Robert Tunyon here. The Bills are allowing 10.23 fantasy points per game this season to opposing tight ends. And they actually held Mark Andrews earlier this season to three and a half fantasy points. Buffalo has allowed 32 receptions and 290 yards, but they have not allowed a single receiving touchdown to date. Again, not feeling it for Robert Tunyon this week as he continues to get himself back in the lineup, much like Dawson Knox continues to work himself back in the lineup from injury. And this, again, for Dawson Knox, much like Robert Tunyon, is not a favorable matchup. It's not one of those great welcome-back matchups for tight ends, as the Packers are the second stingiest team against the position. They're allowing just 6.09 fantasy points per game, and they have allowed 173 yards a season without yielding a score. That all being said, if you want to score more, you need to head to fantasypoints.com today. Use that promo code I mentioned earlier, 22Vipers10. Get 10% off that subscription, and we will see you next week.